Welcome to PageCast's holiday season. This December, we're looking back and reflecting on all the incredible books published in 2022. We've asked a few special guests to review their top pick for the year and to give us a taste of what they'll be reading this holiday and in the new year. We hope you enjoy this episode of PageCast's Books in Review for 2022. Hello everybody, my name is Phyllis Green. I am Sari Magazine's book editor. I've been doing this for a very long time. I'm very passionate about reading and I think that's the thing that adds the most value to, to my life and I certainly am sure that it adds a lot of value to all other readers' lives as well. My topic for this conversation is Margie Orford's new book, The Eye of the Beholder. I'm such a great fan of Margie's. I've read all her Claire Hart novels when they were originally published. So I'm really grateful that Jonathan Ball has put new covers on them, beautiful new covers, and they're all being republished. Why I particularly liked the Claire Hart novel so much is because Claire looks at the theme of violence against women, but in such a way that it's in a story format and it's very palatable. She's a great storyteller and she's so good with creating credible characters. For me, also the Claire Hart novels, was they were particularly relevant to South Africa because we live in a society where there's a lot of gender-based violence and it's something that I feel authors with the South African connection should actually shine a light on this issue. It's almost an accusation to all of us who live in this country. Once I've read all the Claire Hart novels, I was waiting and waiting and waiting. So when is there something new coming from Augie? And I kept on asking, when's there something new coming? When's there something new coming? Because the last Claire Hart novel was published in 2013. So it's been quite a long time since a new novel from Margie Orfoot came to be published. I was so curious when I saw that The Eye of the Beholder was published. I just couldn't stop reading this book. Basically, what is the story about? It centers around three female characters. The main protagonist is Cora Berger. She's an artist who was born in South Africa, but now she lives partly in Canada and Scotland. And then there's a second young woman, Angel Lamar. She's a troubled young woman, but a fascinating character, and she works part-time at the Wolf Sanctuary in Canada. Then the third female in this story is Freya Berger. She's Cora's daughter. The novel opens with such a dramatic scene. You get drawn into Cora's world immediately. Margie is a great crime writer, and this is why I think this novel gripped me right from the start, because this opening scene, where Cora is in a very snowy, Canadian winter landscape and she is fleeing for her life. She's running from somebody but you don't know from who she's running. She is followed by an injured dog and then when she arrives at her car where she where she left it, where she hid it, she gets in the car and she the dog immediately jumps in the car and they flee from this desolate landscape. When she gets to a safe place, she lets the dog out of the car because obviously it doesn't want to take this dark with her. So already from this scene, there's this suggestion of violence. You don't know who Cora is fleeing on from and why does this dog follow her? Whose dog is it? This all is only revealed much later into the novel. This dog, when it leaves Cora, it ends up at the wolf sanctuary. And Angel, who works there, 
she knows this dog and she knows the owner of this dog. So she takes the dog in. She goes to find the owner. She can't find him. But there's a huge storm, snowstorm brewing, and she knows it's not safe to be outside. For me, at first glance, you, you really don't know what the connection between Cora, the person she's fleeing from, and then also Cora's connection to Angel is. It only gets revealed as the story slowly unfolds. In the meantime, Cora's daughter, Freya, who lives in London, is being hounded by the media because Cora has just had a major exhibition with quite contentious artworks. She's accused that she's exploiting her daughter because all these little paintings on this exhibition depicts a young woman who is actually the spitting image of Cora. But when Cora denies that it's, she says it's self-portraits, but the press, they, they just believe what they want to believe. Because of this hoo-ha around this exhibition, Freya starts to explore her relationship with her mother because she realizes that there's a lot of stuff about her, her mother and her mother's work that she doesn't really know. And she wants to know because she's quite close to her mother. Cora has a backstory. And this also comes out in the storyline, the main storyline with Cora. Cora grew up in South Africa, but she escaped the country as soon as she could. And then there's a mystery surrounding her childhood life in South Africa. And this mystery lies at the heart of this novel. It also plays a huge role in the art that Cora creates. Through her art, Cora forces the onlooker into a position where they actively and uncomfortably have to interact with images on the canvas. Once Cora's backstory is revealed, the reader understands where Cora is coming from. And then with Angel, there's also a similar backstory. Her backstory also explains why she is the way that she is. And through her backstory, her Angel's young life, there's a direct relation to the title of the novel, The Eye of the Beholder. And through this two backstories, you immediately understand why there's such a very, very strong connection um, in the theme that Margie has built the story around and this connection with Cora and with, with Angel. Look, it's a disturbing story. But it's so gripping and it's very hard-hitting in a way. Margie explores the exploitation and the abuse of women, but she also makes you wonder and think about the role that art plays in leading viewers to new insights. I think just when you read and through reading, a reader comes to new insights. It's the same with an art lover. When you look um, at a portrait, you, it's in the eye of the beholder. It's how you look at things. And this is the central theme of this novel. But also the, the other theme that Margie is really exploring very well is, is the one of love. What is love? Does it mean the same connection for a woman? Or is it different for a man? What is the bond that draws people together? to form love relationships. And 
why do specific women fall for a, a type of a guy? So that's the other thing. So for me, this is one of the best books I've read this year. And I would, anybody that likes a, a gripping read and something with a lot of flesh that makes you think and think and think and think, you should read The Eye of the Beholder. Really one of my absolute favorite authors. We're coming to the end of the year. And I am very happy that I will in December have time to read, um, not just for work, but also to read for pleasure. So what will be on my reading list this year? I love Barbara Kingsolver. I met her years ago when she came to South Africa to uh, for for the launch of one of the books. And I was so impressed that I could meet her because at that stage, I've already read The Poisonwood Bible. So for me, the first book on my list is, is Demon Copperhead. I can't wait for that to be on my December reading list. Then I also love trivia. And there's this very interesting book that I thought I should read because it looks like it's something that will appeal to my, my love of trivia. It's called The Milky Way Smells of Rum and Raspberries and Other Amazing Cosmic Facts. It's written by Dr. Julian Scudder. It really caught my eye because the title is so catching. I have a great interest in politics. So the book that I feel that all South Africans, not just me, should read, but this book is the first one I think I will pick up for my December read because it's also something that I feel as a South African living in this time, I should know more about what's happening in the contemporary history. It's Peter de Toy's book and it's called The ANC Billionaires. I can't wait to get stuck in that one. Then crime genre is one of my favorites and I have to read No Country for Girls by Emma Stiles and then Julie Mayhew wrote Little Nothing. So those two will definitely take a big chunk out of my time. All that is left for me to say is that it's been a very, very good year for South African writers and also for readers who've been blessed with so many books from also the overseas authors on the Jonathan Ball book, book list. I hope all of you have a wonderful festive season and that there's lots of reading and that you may be inspired to read some of the books on my book list. Thanks for listening to this episode of PageCast. To make the holiday season that much better, we are giving away weekly book bundles of all the top picks. Follow us on Instagram at Jonathan Ball Publishers to find out more. From everyone at PageCast, happy holiday.